0: The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for a mature audience. The views expressed on this Poorly Made podcast reflect the opinions of the guests and hosts. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this Poorly Made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very Poorly Made podcast... Relax and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown vic Top of the morning there. Welcome to the... That was more Canadian than Irish. I'm fucking falling apart. Welcome to the uh, 65th, I think, edition of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I'm your host, Derry. How are you guys doing? Happy St. Patrick's Day or the St. Patrick's Day Eve, depending on when you're listening to it. This is the uh, St. Patrick's Day edition of the podcast where I was lucky enough to snag a cop from Ireland to be on the podcast Which I have to fully admit, I drank the whole entire time. It's not even noon yet, and I am fucking hammered. Which, it's been a while since I drank. It was a good time. I think you guys all enjoy the podcast. I think it's funny and informative. But I laugh at my own jokes, so who knows. I did want to throw in a quick programming note. I won't probably edit most of this podcast. I usually go through and edit out the hymns and the haws and the ums. But just based on the time frame I have, I don't have a ton of time to edit this before it's supposed to come out. So keep that in mind as you go through. Normally, you know, even though it's called Poorly Made, I'm a big believer in editing just because it's a little easier to listen to, but I think this probably is going to come out pretty good. So I I think you guys will enjoy it even with the lack of editing. You'll be okay. With that said, I talked to a cop in Ireland uh, named Patrick. Ironic, don't you think? Great dude. Really fun conversation. I think you guys will enjoy it. Before we get into the podcast, I got to give thanks to the folks that are making it possible, and that is CopQuest.com. CopQuest.com is a law enforcement discount superstore. They have over 120,000 products, including Safariland, Blackhawk, Condor, Blanchy, Heroes Pride, Streamlight, and so much more. They set themselves apart with their custom-made, on-demand custom ID shop. A CopQuest.com custom patch is more than a high-quality fabric and heat-infused vinyl. Their patches command respect. They show a person's tribe and who they're willing to stand up for and stand up with. So, show some passion and get a patch made by copquest.com. And I really like supporting these dudes because they're mom and pop, not like these big companies that I'm not a big fan of. Galls. <coughs> Galls. <coughs> anyway. Check these guys out, copquest.com. They've been huge PMPM supporters for a long time. So if you guys need some gear patches, go check those guys out. Real quick, before we get into podcast, I don't want to take too long. Uh, poorly made weight loss challenge. Down another pound and a half. I don't fucking know how much now, but uh, like 22 or some. So on a good stretch, man. We're just a little ways to go, but it's going good. Probably until I fucking drink myself under the table on this podcast. But that's right, man. You got to drink every once in a while. Okay, so uh, without really any further ado I don't have too much to say let's get right into this podcast with my friend from Ireland but we got to play a band and um, you guys know I'm a big fan of supporting local and small artists and this is a really unique cover of a Irish tune called whiskey in the jar little known band I don't know if you guys have heard of them they're up and coming pretty I think they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna make a big mark on music I believe uh I think they're based out of California somewhere something like that. Uh I think I think it's pronounced Metallica. But anyway, here's whiskey in the jar. I'll be right back with the podcast. And then the moment you've all been waiting for, my next victim, the man, the myth, the legend himself, straight from Ireland, I have Patrick. How are you, pal? I'm good.
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. I, I got to say, man, already, even though we've only been talking for three minutes, you have my favorite accent so far. I fucking love it.
1: <laughs> That's always, uh, it's always a good way to start if you like the accent, I suppose, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's a good way to start. Um, before we started going... I, or Actually, the other day, I mentioned to you that I was going to drink a Irish car bomb, which the Internet has told me you're not supposed to call it that anymore. You're supposed to call it the Irish shot. Um, but I, I ta- told you about that. And you're like, ah, I'm not that Irish guy. I'm not like a your typical Irish drunk. So I'm a little disappointed in you, but I, I will make it work.
1: Well, I I did. I did at least do some research. Um and I spoke to some colleagues in work last night who were all very aware of the Irish car bomb. And um, as I said, I, <laughs> I'm not your typical uh, stereotype of drunk Irish man, but um, <laughs> they were all very aware of it. And um, I'm sure, they, they, do you know the reasonings why some people may not like it called an Irish car bomb or?
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it's a safe assumption why people may not like it called that. And we will, uh, I'll ask you some questions about that just because, I think a lot of Americans are kind of ignorant to some of the historical issues in Ireland and Northern Ireland. But before we do that, I'm going to try an Irish car bomb, which as an Irish guy myself, um, I've never tried one before. I've heard it's very good, but I supposedly you're supposed to like drown it right away. So wish me luck. Enjoy. Oh, good night. That was amazing. It's a little early for that kind of activity, but that was really good. It's never too early. Well, it might be. All right, (laughs) well, let's get into stereotypes then. Uh, Are American stereotypes of Ireland correct? I mean, is it just a bunch of drunk drunk leprechauns running around there? (laughs)
1: Um, No. (laughs) No, okay. There are a lot of of drunk Irish people. Let's, Let's not lie, but I think there are a lot of drunk people in every country in the world. So... Um, no, See, That's one it's, of
0: those things. Like cops get blamed for donuts. Like, yeah. Oh, cops! Like everybody likes donuts. Don't lie to yourself. Everyone <laughs> loves donuts, and everyone likes to drink. It's just not Irish people. We're just better at it.
1: Is did, did the whole did the whole donut thing come from just that being the only shops open late night? Is that in America? Is that where that came from? That's or? where.
0: Yeah, that's where it started, and it yeah. kind of blew up from there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't
0: get it so much here.
1: Um, donuts, but uh, get pig a lot, obviously, but not, not donuts so
0: much. Yeah, pig. I think is just kind of a, a universal, universal. Thing for the yeah. the police. Well, how long have you been in law enforcement for?
1: Uh, so I have been. Um, so we are like we are called guards in Ireland, and um, so members of on guardish So in Irish, that means um, guardians of the peace. Um, so I have been in the job for six years now um so still relatively fresh um compared to some of your guests that uh, on other podcasts that you've had but um still a good bit of experience within those six years I, I feel and um, still lots to learn and and hopefully lots to uh, progress within my career and the rest of what is uh, what is coming down the line
0: you know I really like the guardians of the peace thing i I I didn't know that until uh, you said it and that, that's really good, man. I I think that's a pretty good, I don't want to call it slang, but are people in Ireland, you know, good with the cops or what's kind of the thoughts on policing with the, the citizens of Ireland?
1: Yeah. For, for, for the most part, most people would be, um, would be pro-police i I would say um you know it's uh, i don't think i think in any country in the world uh, the people that you deal with on a daily basis are the ones that aren't pro-police um and i think the ones that are are sometimes forgotten about because they aren't the ones that get all of our attention let's say the ones that don't like us are usually the ones that get most of our attention but i think for the most part yeah we are we would be um we wouldn't be hated, let's say, uh, compared to I suppose some states in America. The way it seems to have gone over there is, um, I would follow it a, a, a little bit, I suppose. In different states, just how it's gone.
0: It's
1: it, it's it's not like that here, thank God, not yet, anyway. So,
0: did you guys get um, a lo- like pushback a couple summers ago? Because the I spoke with a cop from England the UK or whatever the fuck they call themselves and he said yeah when the George Floyd thing happened we got protest about George Floyd did you guys get that type of stuff in Ireland
1: yeah we got we got some protests but again it's like um obviously the George Floyd was was a worldwide uh, was a worldwide thing that happened and and i think everybody's for us in the world probably had their thoughts on it and I don't think as I, I heard you speaking on one of your other podcasts and you haven't spoken to any uh, any cop that agreed what, what happened and uh, it's the same here like nobody doesn't no, I haven't heard one uh, one colleague say today what happened so um, protesting in Ireland about something that happened in the UK or in America and things like that don't really tend to hit the news here in that we don't really we don't have use of force so much um let's say compared to america because uh, obviously we don't carry guns on a, a daily basis to what we what we would call the regular unit i suppose what you would call uh, the patrol we, we we don't carry guns so um luckily it's it, Helps a lot, to be honest. Um, I know some of your listeners will probably think that's crazy, but um, yeah, we we don't carry guns, and for the most part, we don't we don't need to.
0: Now, I know in the UK they have basically their version of a US SWAT team, and those guys are armed. I presume that Ireland has kind of the same thing.
1: We do, yeah. So, like, there will always be there will always be armed guards um around um. So we have an armed support unit um, and they would be out um, and they would be they would be always around if required. Now, they would be always around in the main cities of you know Dublin, Cork, Galway. And um, when you go into the country, they may be further and further away is, is the only thing. Sometimes you could be you could be 40 minutes waiting on them to come to assist you if you. Um, if that's just where they are, unfortunately. So, um. But no, we do have we do have guys that are armed. And um, detectives would be armed also, um. And they would more often than not be be around if required. But, um, it's not something that happens too often that you hear of um, guards actually shooting in in Ireland. It has happened and it does happen, but not not as frequently, let's say, as in America.
0: How many police agencies are in Ireland? Is it one? Just one. Okay, so basically you get hired by the one agency and then you're kind of put wherever in the country kind of thing?
1: Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I'm obviously from Dublin. So um, when you apply, there's obviously lots of uh, uh, different tests and interviews and stuff like that before you apply. Uh, Once you get accepted, you go down to the Garda College, which is in uh, Temple Moor, it's in County Tipperary, it's sort of in the midlands of, of Ireland. Um, and I think that's probably to just help everybody with travel and things like that. So um, it's a live, live in um, college course. It's actually a, a degree that we get in policing. We get um, a bachelor's degree in policing um, and it actually takes us two, two years to get that. So for eight months, we're down in the college, Monday to Friday, we go home on the weekends. And then when we come out of the college after the eight months, um, we have full policing powers and, and stuff like that. And we still have to continue our, our training when we go. Like, well, I think it, what you would call FTO would be similar to what we would be doing at the station once we've once we finished.
0: Now, what are the hiring standards to be a cop in Ireland Uh, you know like I I think in England it was like 18 I feel like is what the guy said I mean how old do you have to be a cop and what kind of things are they
1: looking for it's it's, um it's 18 to 35 you need to be 18 or over or under 35 um you need to have you need to have so what, what we would call a leaving certificate which is I'm trying to think what it would be maybe the equivalent of finishing high school, I think, in America. We need to have that and we need to have... Um, I know when I applied, you needed to have two languages. So you need to needed to have English and you needed to have either Irish or another language. Um, now, um, with Irish, it's one of those things that uh, there's very, very few people that can speak fluent Irish in this country, um, but when i suppose when we were down in the college you do have to have a basic understanding of it you do have to do checkpoints um uh, in irish and things like that and you have to pass them and that it doesn't matter if you're originally from poland which we do have a lot a few um, guys that are originally from poland it doesn't matter if irish if you know irish or not and um, it's one of the requirements now i think the most recent um application process that which is ongoing at the moment I think I don't think that's a requirement anymore because they wanted they want to get more sort of minority communities uh, applying and um, which it would be I suppose it uh, uh, would be mostly um obviously originally Irish people white people they want to try and get, I suppose, as I said, more minority communities, Muslims, and and um, different different people with different backgrounds, I suppose, that can go into the community and and maybe have a, a different approach to what I might have.
0: Now, is there a call in Ireland for reform, though? I mean, or is yeah. I mean, I assume that's like a worldwide thing right now, where everything everybody's talking police reform because it's like a hot button issue. But I mean, are there? issues within the police service in ireland where you know politicians are like well we got to change this this and that or is it just you know people can't leave stuff alone and they have to change things all the time
1: yeah there there will be and i again i think it's i think it's the same in, in probably every country in the world but um we've had we've had a few different um things happen over the last few years that have maybe um like does it? We we have a new a new commissioner that's that that joined, and he actually joined from the Northern Ireland Police Service. He he came straight in, and he's very much on the side of um, discipline uh, compared to previous commissioners. And we've had different issues like with um, so our CAD system. We we use the CAD system that the NYPD used in the eighties, and we're still using it now um so that's great <laughs> so that's obviously gonna cause issues and there was issues with with calls getting cancelled and things like that but um from from the guards side of things any calls that we sort of cancelled were were very much caused that were maybe like 10 hours old. It was kids playing football. It wasn't a crime. And, you know, but there was a big, there's actually still a, a big investigation ongoing into that now at the moment. So yeah, there is, there's, there's different things happening in the background um, that they want us to, uh, they want us to be better, I suppose. But
0: now when you said kids playing football, you meant soccer right yes yes (laughs) just for us dumb americans we have to wait you guys are playing football out there america
1: (laughs) yes soccer there is actually an american football team in dublin though
0: so oh awesome is is there uh not to get way off task here but do people in europe think americans are idiots because we call soccer football or vice versa you know what i'm saying do people um, get like bent I, out of shape for that or is it nobody really cares?
1: No one really cares. Well, uh, I suppose in England, it would probably they would care more because they would be obviously uh, Irish people follow the English teams more than they do the Irish teams. So um, they would probably care more, but I, I don't think it's an issue. Really. <laughs> I don't think anyone really thinks about it.
0: Now, how often do you guys train? Are you guys training like once a year, once a month? Like, what's the ongoing training for a police officer in Ireland?
1: It's um, it's awful. Um, there really isn't any, uh, especially fitness-related. There isn't any. Um, once you come out of the college and you've passed what you need to pass, that's it. you have forgotten about. You can get as fat as you want. You can get as fit as you want. Uh, there's, there's no there is there's no sort of yearly fitness exams or anything like that um, even with courses and things like that like it, again you're, I'm sure your listeners will will find this crazy but when you guys so we as I said we're down in the college for eight months in those eight months we obviously don't do shooting because we don't drive or we don't uh, have guns uh, so that would be a different course if and when you required it if you went to detective if you went to the Ipsport unit you know, and things like that we don't do driving so, basically, I would say maybe 80%, if not more, of the guards um, cannot drive the police cars with lights and sirens. So, um, that's what? another course. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, basically, we have, we have uh, it's, it's basically, it's, it's company-based driving is what it's called. And it's a, it's a two, or, two or three week course we have to do, um, but, uh, so that's, it's, it's, there's a few different levels of that, let's say, so uh, CBD one is you are allowed to drive the car, and it's, you know, it, basically, if you have a license, you have to do a little 10-minute exam to show that you can drive a car, basically, and, when you get that course you have to sign to say that you won't use lights and you won't use sirens and um, you can use lights if you're stopped um, you know for safety reasons but uh, yeah you can't use lights and sirens and i would say a uh, probably more than 80 percent um don't have the cbd2 which would require you to chase cars lights sirens.
0: i'm i'm completely blown away by that <laughs> that's yeah. wild But you guys, you guys have like yearly training updates or, you know, you go back to, you know, at least in America, most states require that officers have like 24 hours of continuing education a month. Is that something or I'm sorry, a year. Is that something you guys have or you do your eight months and that's it?
1: Yeah, once you're so you do eight months in the college and then it's probably a year and a half. It's about it's two years altogether until you from when you start in the college to when you get your degree. And there's obviously there's lots of different exams and uh, different things that you have to do when you come out of the of the college. When you're in your station, let's say, so you're still doing police work, but you have to do all of this other stuff in the background, and as I said, exams and things like that. And once all of them are passed, then that's you done, and you can't be fired, basically, not easily anyway. And um, yeah, so no, there's no um, if you get like obviously. Different different guys would want different things. Um, obviously, cowboys car is something that I would want, but it, it's probably going to be a long time before I get that. So,
0: wow, interesting. Yeah, well, let's um, we'll get into more of the policing stuff, but I wanted to just get a little history on Ireland and you know the UK and the IRA. Ireland is a separate country from the UK, right? Like, you don't pledge allegiance to the Queen. No. Do no, you guys do England. you get do you get Shake along with fun. the folks? I mean, does Ireland have like a friendly rivalry with England or are you guys like you know good friends kind of thing or what's what's the status there?
1: I think when it when it comes to when it comes to sport is usually when you see the rivalry and um, kind of come up in, in soccer matches or rugby matches and things like that is is when it comes up but in general I, like it's, it's an, like Ireland is a funny place in that Northern Ireland the, the six counties that are in Northern Ireland are still um, part of the UK but the 20 the other 26 counties in Ireland we we are not we are we are we, we, we don't have any allegiance to the UK at all obviously and obviously there was a, a, a point when there was 32 counties in Ireland and um, I don't know I don't think we'll probably ever see that day where it gets back to that point but, um, Northern Ireland basically has, it's kind of split in half. Or, um, with, well, not split in half, there's probably more Protestants than Catholics, but um, basically that's that's still kind of very much ongoing up the North. Um, the, the Protestants and, and, and Catholics, they're kind of rivalry and um, things like that. So um, down, down the South of Ireland, we don't really, it depends, as I said, it kind of depends. Some people are very much into um, keeping on top of, of th- th- those kind of things. And like myself, like I I wouldn't really be, I wouldn't have any issue. It's, it's something that happened hundreds of years ago and it shouldn't have happened, but it did. So um, we can move on and <laughs> we can all be friends.
0: Now, I guess, yeah, that's, and I don't know, like, I don't know a whole lot about, you know, the split, like what can you give the people here in America and around the world, like a little reader's digest version. So I don't know if you guys have readers digest, but um, like basically help us kind of understand how Northern Ireland split from Ireland.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, basically the, as you know, uh, England, like to go all over the world and, and colonize different countries well yeah that was kind of their, their thing for a while that was their thing and ireland was was one of their targets let's say um so they um, the english basically invaded ireland and uh, tried to colonize ireland let's say um and um, basically deep the, the irish fought back and they didn't just allow it to happen um and I suppose the worst the worst of the troubles happened in Northern Ireland. So there's a lot of innocent a lot of innocent people got killed um, by car bombs and things like that. And obviously, you hear about the IRA and, and the IRA were, I suppose, the main spearhead of, of fighting back against the English, let's say. And don't get me wrong, the IRA killed innocent people as well in in, in the UK and things like that. So it was, it's just a war that didn't really need to happen, but um, basically the, the the Catholics will will say that uh, we the, the, we should have 32 counties. Uh, there, there shouldn't be any counties that are still um, within the UK, and the Protestants that are up to the out they don't want they don't want to be part of um, they don't want to be a whole island. They want to be part of the UK. So it's that sort of. Um,
0: it's uh, it's crazy, man. That was what. You know, several hundred years ago, and it's still an issue today, huh?
1: Yeah, it's still an issue, and um, I don't think I, I don't think there will ever come a point where where it isn't an issue. To be honest, um, there's just there's two strong opposing views uh, on either side, so I, I don't think I don't think it will ever it will ever change. Really, not in my lifetime, anyway.
0: <laughs> now, is there a threat in Ireland? From you know, like the IRA or anything like that, or is that pretty much relegated to Northern Ireland?
1: Um, there, I suppose it depends what it depends what how we define threat. I suppose, um, obviously, the uh, there wouldn't be so much of a threat with regards to bombings and things like that, um, in the South of but they are, I suppose, from a police point of view, they are still they are still looked at very much, they are still looked at, and their movements do have to be followed and uh, surveillanced and, and and things like that. So, um, again, uh, so we, we would have, as I said, lots of different detective units. Um, we have a local detective unit that would be local to the station, and they would deal with, as opposed to the more serious of the local crimes um, that happen uh, within a certain area, um, and then we have national detective units. So they would um, the special detective unit basically they cover they would cover a lot of um, terrorism and things like that, and um, they would be looking into that sort of thing. So we, as a member that's uh, on the regular unit, I wouldn't have let's say as much um, insight into that as it would all of that goes on behind the scenes let's say so
0: now with all that said i mean that it's pretty peaceful now right
1: for the most for the most part yeah and um, as i said up to north is is a different story and obviously there isn't there isn't bombings every week and things like that but it very much there still is violence you know especially around July um, is basically when, um, usually when it, when it happens, because um, the Protestants have these marches, uh, let's say, and they insist on marching through Catholic areas, which is just obviously going to antagonize the, the, the Catholics. And usually that's when you see, like it's, it's not, a, it's definitely not, a, it's a very different place to police up north than it is south. Um, like all of, I'm sure you've seen their jeeps. They're all armored jeeps with cages on the windows and and things like that. You know, it, it's not like that down here. Um, but and it, it's it's still very much ongoing. It's it's still not a like the police up there would have to change their routes driving home and things like that. You know, so it's um it's a lot nicer of a place to work uh, down south than it is up north. So.
0: Yeah, I actually when I put the call out to see if I could get an Irish cop for this podcast, I had a guy from Northern Ireland and he was like, "Ah, I probably shouldn't with everything going on up here. But my understanding is there, you know, they're actually all their guys are actually armed and it's a whole different animal than it is compared to the rest of the UK and then compared to Ireland.
1: Yeah, it's it's I would say it would be probably the highest place to police in All of Ireland and UK, I would say. Yeah, as I said, they they can't just get in their car and and drive home. They have to like check to see if there's bombs under their cars and things like that before they drive home. And you know the way that I can, you know, throw on, you know, throw on a hoodie over my uniform and go into the shop and and buy my lunch, and they can't do that. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it's a very different place up there.
0: Wow. Well, I'll have to try and get one of those guys up there just to yeah, tell them it about everything different. that's going on up it there. It'd be, be interesting different. to hear their perspective. So, all right, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Triple I Solutions is owned and operated by Sean Pardeszi, a.k.a. The Savvy Sheep. They provide specialized training in detecting smuggling, tradecraft, and s nine countermeasures used by smugglers while driving loads across highways. Sean is a 27-year veteran in the field and specializes in delivering unique and in-depth courses to help enhance an officer's overall success by delivering personal experience. He's had extensive training and experience in the field of terrorism and interdiction training. Human and in-depth behavioral analysis. He's the author of Smugglers, Inc. and the co-author of Evading Honesty, which are available at bookstores and Amazon. These courses and these books aren't available anywhere except through Triple I Solutions. So go check them out. I'll have the link in the podcast description. I think the next thing that's really interesting for guys in America to kind of see what goes on in different countries is search and seizure type issues, which I'm going to admit right now, I had trouble saying search and seizure because that (laughs) car bomb hit. And then I've been drinking some Jameson and Coke and I'm, man, it's like, nine in the morning here and i'm in a bad way already which i I gotta be sober by afternoon because the kids want to play ball when they get home um so let's talk about that type of stuff uh and i i I don't really know where to start but i guess we'll just start with so you get a call to somebody's house and there's a wanted person inside stuff like that you know do you guys have warrant type requirements or you guys can go in a house yeah we do we, we we do
1: so obviously it would be similar, be similar to America in that you can't just you can't just go into someone's house. Um, the the warrant system here is, it's a bit. I suppose uh, I don't know how, how it works for you guys, but uh, do you guys have, you guys would have probably different kind of warrants as in federal warrants, and would would that be right? Or I don't know exactly. Well, that,
0: but... I, on a, like a beat cop you know, deputy, you know, city cop type guy, you, you wouldn't get into the federal stuff generally unless you were on a task force. But yeah. as a street cop, generally you're not going to get a search warrant. You're going to call somebody in to write the search warrant depending on where you are in the country. But, you know, we have things such as like fresh pursuit, negligent circumstances where like we get a 911 call and, you know, we have enough to articulate someone's in danger in the house. We're going to yeah. go in the house without the warrant because we can articulate, exigent circumstances yeah. do you guys have something similar to that yeah too? we
1: would we, we, we would again so i suppose from as you said from the street cop point of view the vast majority of warrants that, that we would have would be district court warrants so basically someone has been charged with uh, let's say theft they are supposed to attend court on a certain date, and they don't show up. Um, if they don't show up, a, a bench warrant is issued for them, and basically that means whenever they come into contact with guards, we we have to we have no choice. We have to arrest them and bring them before the next sitting of the court. then. Um, and then in, like in relation to I suppose entering premises and stuff like that. Yeah, if you know if there's if there's an immediate risk of risk to life or, or anything like that, of course we can we can we can put the door in and, and we can talk about it later and um, we just have to we, we have to obviously have have that feeling that there is an, an immediate risk to life um, and and we need to usually it, it comes with you know the um you know your call of uh the, the old lady down down the road that hasn't been seen in a week and that's usually i suppose where where we would use it most and that we would put the door in because we think that that person could be dead inside you know
0: now, I'll give you kind of a generic example. Let's say you get called and somebody calls and said so there's some, some kind of domestic violence type incident. And you get to the door and the guy won't let you in, but you can tell there's something not quite right. Is that something you can go into the house for or would you actually need to go write a warrant?
1: Um Domestic violence is, is quite a big thing in this country now, and um, it's very much, as, you, as we were talking about reform earlier on, it's basically the top of the agenda uh, in that they feel, so it, it, I suppose it comes back into the cancelled CAD calls, I suppose, and um, I, I presume it's the same in America in that you you sometimes get the same people calling over and over and over again, and it doesn't matter how many times you speak to them and how many times you you give them advice in relation to what it is and and things like that. That it it just doesn't they don't they don't go down that route. Um, but yeah, as I said, it's it's a very big thing at the moment in that they whenever we go to any domestic violence issue, um, we have to do up we it has to be seen to be looked at, um. I suppose appropriately, and we have to call back to the victim, either the male or the female, um, within seven days um, to make sure everything is okay and, and things like that. So there would very much be a pro arrest um, policy in relation to any domestic violence issues. So it, it has; it, it would happen quite regularly that uh, we would get a call like that, and the, the the guy inside, just more often than not, it's it's the guy obviously inside won't let us in and. Obviously, when it comes to that, then we'd 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 get a few units um, and more often than not, we'd probably wait it out. um, And as I said, more often than not, they do eventually come out um, and there isn't a major issue. But it does happen that occasionally you have to put the door in and and there is an issue. But um, yeah, in in the case of that, we would very much be covered. It's policing in Ireland is very much grey. There's no, they will never tell you that you can or can't do something. They wait until you do it and then they will tell you if you're right or wrong. So, God, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there is no, the sorry. ends
0: justify the means. That's a bad exactly. way to police.
1: And, um, and if it doesn't, if what you did, they don't feel like you should have, well, then that's when you start getting investigations and things like that into you. So,
0: <laughs> now, does Ireland have? A constitution bill of rights that type of stuff like we you know we have like you know the second amendment or you can bear arms and the fourth amendment and you know search yeah. and seizure and you know fifth amendment as far as um incriminating yourself all that good stuff does Ireland yeah. have something similar
1: yeah so we would basically we have we have obviously legislation we have different acts so let's say we have the Public Order Act we have the Misuse of Drugs Act we have um, Offences Against the State Act, there's all these different acts, let's say, and within them um, your definitions and your powers of arrest and things like that are within each, um, within each act, let's, let's say. So obviously there's there's things that you can arrest for and things that you can't arrest for, and um, you will have different powers of arrest depending on what the offence is and, and things like that, so um, I know you were saying about uh, stopping this certain search, search seizure and things like that so more often than not we would be using the misuse of drugs act for that so we have a power to stop and search uh, someone that we believe may be in possession of, um, of drugs and, and things like that so we can either do it on the side of the street or we can bring them back to the station and do it in the station if they have nothing on them they're free to go um, if they do then we deal with it then um, at the station.
0: But you have to have an articulable reason why you think they're, they have drugs. You can't just go up to them and say, you have drugs. Come back with me. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, you can, (laughs) you can, but you probably shouldn't. um, Yeah, you you can like it. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that it probably will come up in court probably sooner rather than later and it has it has been it has been questioned by solicitors and things like that in court as to why their client was stopped and and things like that but you see obviously city center like I was city center policing for most of my career and uh, it's there are just areas that we know we 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 know they're dealing drugs like it's It's just a matter of if we catch them or not, you know? So um, I suppose how we would usually get around that is we would articulate it in a way that they were stopped in an area that is known for drug dealing and they were acting suspiciously by their behavior when we approached them. This is why we did what we did, you know? So you can usually talk your your way out of it anyway, if if there was an issue.
0: Now, I'm going to jump ahead to an Instagram question and it came from uh, one of our friends of the podcast. Kenny Williams, the red ninja, who is a, uh... <laughs> fuck, I'm hammered. Sorry, buddy. Is a, uh, a cop in the States and then he's an instructor too. And he's a legend for interdiction. And so he asked, what are the drug issues out there? Which by the way, he's also a leprechaun. So he could also <laughs> live in Ireland. What are, what are some of the drug type issues in Ireland? Cause I'm sure he wants to sit on a highway in Ireland and, and get some dopers.
1: What, am- what are the big drugs in Ireland? So the, I suppose the big drugs obviously would be would be cannabis, which a lot of people don't think is a problem. Um, and a lot of guards as well don't really think it's it's an issue. It probably is getting to the point where it will eventually be decriminalized, but it's not there just yet. Um, cocaine would be quite big. Ecstasy would be quite big. Um, uh, prescription pills will, will be also quite big. Um, that's usually what you'd kind of deal with on your on your daily basis, let's say, would be would be them. Um, heroin is obviously quite big as well.
0: Um, and I'm sure Do you guys have it, a meth problem up there or no?
1: Not meth, no. Um it hasn't really heroin would be probably the the biggest problem in that you can see so easily on this on the side of the street, let's say. Um and obviously it, it's a massive problem all over the world really so and um, that would be probably but then obviously we come into that would be your local as you said street cop kind of yeah, dealings but well, there's a lot of um, importation and things like that as well so and um, we, we would get a lot of importations and i'm sure you've heard of the, uh, the, the kinnahans and the hutches and that feud that was ongoing and things i don't know if you've heard about. no that, i or...
0: haven't enlighten us
1: okay so um but that was, I suppose, the the most recent. You should you should look it up. It's very interesting. <laughs> um, it's basically two two families uh, within within Ireland that would be into organised crime. Let's say, um, at one stage they were they were friends, and uh, things went sour. And uh, one guy, one of the hutches, basically was shot by one of the kinhins in Spain and killed. And in retaliation um they attempted to shoot um basically one of the main one of the main guys in, in the, the Kinahans um at a boxing weigh in and uh, basically what stemmed from that was i think maybe three maybe three years if not more um worth of just Kinahans killing people that are in any way related to the hutches within dublin so um it was quite a Dramatic feud, um, and there was lots of overtime going for it. So um,
0: the Hatfields and McCoys of the uh, Irish island, huh?
1: Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So, but um, obviously, the they would be uh, the Kinnehan's. I suppose would be um, one of the, the bigger players in important drugs and things like that. So, and um, he's actually he's in
0: Dubai at the moment. So, okay. good times. Yeah. Um, what kind of patrol cars do you guys have in Ireland?
1: <laughs> no, so, no Crown
0: Vics, right?
1: Oh no, no, unfortunately, unfortunately,
0: that's fucking wrong. Uh,
1: so obviously, I we've discussed how none of us, most of us, can't drive with lights and sirens. So, like, obviously, you're a Crown Vic man. I, I heard you weren't too happy with the Ford Explorer being.
0: I'm Can actually wearing a, a Crown Vic t-shirt, right? I'm actually wearing the, my PMPM PM drinking shirt and it has a <laughs> Crown Vic on it, of course. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go on.
1: Um, we would be... I would be delighted to have a Ford Explorer. We drive Hyundais. So they are... The regular patrol car, let's say, is a Hyundai i40 estate. So they are basically just... A family car that Garda stickers were put on the side of it, a radio was put into it, a tetra radio, and lights were put on the roof. Other than that, they are a family car that are not made for policing. So,
0: yeah, but I mean, you guys are guardians of the peace, and nothing says guardians of the peace but Hyundai. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's um, perfect.
0: It's the perfect patrol car for okay. Ireland.
1: Yeah. But again, uh, like, so the, the ARM support unit, they would have better cars. They have, they would have BMW X5s, they'd have Audi Q7s, um, they would have 5 Series BMWs and things like that. So um, it's funny, actually, when we used to, the contract used to be with Ford. So we used to have, you know, Ford Mondeos and Ford Focuses and, and things like that, but they changed to Hyundai. But when they were changing to Hyundai, BMW actually offered them a cheaper quote than Hyundai, but they wouldn't go with BMW because we would look like we were rich. So they went. With <laughs> Hyundai. God. I'm that glad
0: was, that the issues with admin are the same in Ireland as yeah, they are here.
1: That's that's why you know that's why I, I like your, your page because it's so far away, but the issues are still the exact same in Ireland as they are in America. They are just Maybe slightly bigger or slightly smaller, but they're the same issues.
0: Now, this is a question I think has been plaguing man since really the beginning of time. And you would probably be the expert on this. Is there really a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow?
1: (laughs) Can you ever reach the end of the rainbow?
0: I never have, so I don't know. (laughs) Do you have? Sorry, I'm pouring another drink here because that's really wish I do at nine in the morning. But I haven't drank in like a month, so I'm. I told my wife I was like, I'm just gonna have a couple, and here we are, my fourth drink. But that's not a big deal. Um, yeah, you can't reach the end of the rainbow, and it's it's really upsetting that you didn't have a good answer for me. But I'm gonna continue to believe that there's gold at the (laughs) end of the rainbow.
1: What would a good answer have been? (laughs) I just need to know the truth. You can just tell me no, so I
0: stop chasing rainbows.
1: We talked about stereotypes. Leprechauns, pots of gold. They are stereotypes.
0: Hey, man, I have an apostrophe in my last name so I can fucking talk about stereotypes and it's not against the law. So, (laughs) There's your fucking hint, people. Um, Okay. Let's talk about um, can citizens be armed in Ireland? Does any private citizen have a gun?
1: Um, Yes, you can. So you can get a gun you have to have a gun license obviously um i suppose most of the people that would have gun licenses would be farmers and it would be used in that in that way um they have to be they have to be in lo- in in secure um lockers that have to be attached to the wall and things like that it, it safes um, it depends what what license uh, what gun you have to license for most will be rifles um, and it would be very be very hard to get a license for a pistol in Ireland Um, it's usually rifles and and shotguns is what you would be what what you would have a license for I, I suppose Um
0: there's good hunting in Ireland right like I mean you guys go potato hunting right
1: <laughs> yeah we shoot we shoot potatoes out of the sky and yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I mean if you don't have a clay pigeon What are you supposed to do Just fucking hack a potato <laughs>
1: um, Yeah or tin cans I suppose You can do that can't you um, But um, Yeah like it, as I said it, it would be mostly farmers um, That would have them And it would be You know if if their, their cattle were being attacked Or things like that it, it's It wouldn't be the as I said, like as I said, it, it's really the amount of guns here compared to America is absolutely minimal. So, um, it wouldn't be anywhere near on on the same scale. Let's say, like one in, I don't know, maybe a thousand people might have a gun license, if not, probably more than that. I'd say so.
0: Now there's not like a concealed carry permit, or nobody's open carrying a gun in Ireland, right?
1: No, no, you, no. there's none of, none of that, none of that. Only the guards.
0: Is that how do you feel yeah. about that? Do you feel like the citizens should be able to be armed or you're like, nah, I don't care, I don't need a gun kind of deal.
1: Yeah, like we're we're quite chill here in that we don't really we don't really care, to be honest. Um we don't need we don't need it and, and probably I suppose if, if the guards were surveyed in did they want guns or not, I would say the vast majority wouldn't want a gun because there's some guys that I wouldn't trust with a pen, let alone with a gun. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah, that yeah. happens here, bro. There's guys yeah. that somehow are hired as cops. And don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, my page is called Poorly Made Police Memes, but I can, when I try, complete a, a sentence where some guys <laughs> can't. So, exactly.
1: So, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, I think we're better at Like, there is, there is there is a push for us to get tasers, um, and we don't have body cams either. There's a push for body cams as well. We don't have body cams or tasers, so we have pepper spray and we have a baton, um, a Nass baton, and that's basically our our arsenal, let's say. So um, yeah, I, as I said, I think uh, the vast majority of people wouldn't want wouldn't want guns. We don't need them for the most part, and whenever we do need them, we have people that aren't too far away to have guns that can deal with that so
0: now in the uk there's guys with guns that are on patrol basically all the time and so they're they're out and around is that that's pretty much the same there right where yeah. there's always yeah. somebody on with a gun
1: there is yeah so the the arm support unit would be 24 hours um they we do we do shift patterns in that we do at the moment we do two early's and two nights. So 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then we, four days off then. Um, now, usually there's overtime within those four days or court or whatever. But um, but yeah, they would be on the same shift pattern and that would always be, they would always be around if, if, if required, yeah.
0: Now, I guess my next question would be, because I found it very interesting in the UK and in Canada, car stops. Do you need a reason to stop a car or can you stop a car just to make sure somebody has a license? Um,
1: we, again, as I said, in, in Ireland, it's very, it's very gray. We kind of just do things. And if no one says anything, well then that's fine. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's okay. That's wild. We, we just did that. It's only when someone makes an issue that it, it, it comes up but. Uh, yeah like I mean you like i suppose nine times out of 10 if you're stopping a car you probably have a reason for it um if we're just driving and, and we see we see something that we want to stop there's no problem we, we can stop we can speak to them we can ask them questions there's no problem um and then we have we I suppose when it would come into play is when we if we do checkpoints and things like that obviously we don't know who's going to come up to the checkpoint so depending on who it is we might ask a couple of questions ask for a license insurance that kind of thing um but uh, yeah for the most part we probably just would have a reason um, we don't tend to stop cars if we don't have to <laughs> so um yeah for the most part we would we would just have a reason but we don't necessarily have to have you know as, as you might say if a broken taillight or something like that we don't we don't have to have it but it, it helps.
0: What is the size and scale of Ireland? Because I look at it as a map, and it's a pretty small country. Like, end-to-end, what is it? Like, three, four hours to get across? It's
1: about, from top to bottom, I think it's about a a five-and-a-half-hour drive, I think. Okay. Five to six hours of a drive, I think. Um, And I think there's maybe five to six million people. So, it would be, compared to America, it would be very, very small, yeah.
0: (laughs) Now... When you save a, a five hour drive across north to south, what is the speed limit on a highway in Ireland? And you're going to uh, fucking say kilometers, so I'm going to have to do math. Um,
1: I am I am going to say kilometers, <laughs> but um, it's 120 kilometers per hour. I think it's about 75 miles per hour.
0: Okay. I was thinking you guys were going to be like a bunch of pansies and drive like 45 miles an hour across the country, yeah. but 75 is not bad. That's a good little pinch
1: that's okay but for the most if you're if you're driving top to bottom you're not going to be on motorway the whole way you're going to be on back roads that won't be that speed so um, okay only when you're on the motorway would it be that speed let's say so your back roads are probably 80 kilometers um yeah usually about 80 kilometers and then your sort of cities and and towns would be would be 50 in the less populated areas and in the higher populated areas would, would go, go down to maybe 30.
0: So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of in the same ballpark here. Yeah. I yeah, just, our- I mean, I look at, I look at Ireland on a map and I'm like, it could fucking fit in Texas.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. it would.
0: <laughs> And then five to 6 million people. That's, you know, LA has way more people than that. So
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
0: now it would be- Dublin's a big city. Uh, there's a few other big cities, but what's, I mean, the, is for the most part Ireland a lot of farmland, a lot of potatoes, a lot of sheep. Um,
1: yeah, it would be it, it would be mostly mostly green. Um, obviously, as you said, there's your big cities and there's your your smaller towns and villages and, and things like that. But um yeah, for the most part, it, it would be it would be green outside of your your cities and stuff like that. So um, obviously, I I was I was city center for for years and um, so i didn't get there was no grass in in the city center say, so but yeah for the most part it, it would be uh, it would be mostly kind of your farmland and things like that yeah
0: does it ever snow in ireland
1: sometimes or uh, again nowhere near the extent of america we don't have um we don't have any sort of uh extreme we don't have an extreme climate in in either sense it's um, it never gets drastically cold and it never gets drastically hot. It's very much sort of middle of the road and raining most of the time. Um, the occasional snow and when it does snow, like. You know, like, you know, like when it's like I, I was in New York a few months ago and uh, it was obviously like very heavy snow. There was a snowstorm that came in before we got there and stuff like that. But the day after all the roads were clear, if that was an island, it would take us over a week to, to get everything clear. We just don't have the same uh, equipment, let's say, that, that you would have in America. It just, whenever it snows, the whole country stops and nobody can drive and everyone crashes. And yeah.
0: So you said that you were in New York. Were you in the city or? Yeah,
1: I was. I was in the city.
0: Was that your first time to America?
1: no i have been to america i love i i, I love america um i have been i w- have been to florida lots and lots of times um there was my first it was maybe my second or third time in new york but my first time kind of not with my parents and stuff like that you know out on my own doing my own bit but um yeah i've been to i've been to florida
0: many times and uh, i've would... been to florida more times than i have and i fucking live in the states yeah <laughs>
1: i would very much prefer florida to new york anyways so
0: yeah new york i love new york there's something about the city that i really fucking love but man it's like out of control anymore now i don't think i'll go back um well that's a lie i'm sure i'll go back i got family back there but um and there's all kinds of cop influencers i want to meet in new york yeah but i uh yeah, I really like New York. It's it's a neat it's a neat city and it's cool that there's so many different cultures and things to see in New York. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of everything I, I really enjoy. I, I need to go to Ireland though, I feel, because you know, my family, you know, I, I took the little, you know, I spit in the test or you know, I drew some blood or whatever the fuck I did. And I'm like I'm fifty percent Irish. And if someday if I give out my name, you'll be like, Oh yeah, he's an Irish fuck. Um, a very Irish last name. I'd yeah. really like to go back and check it out. I'm not much of a world traveler. Like my wife wants to go to China. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to fucking Ireland.
1: <laughs> so what, like, I suppose from an, from an Irish person point of view, what is it about some Americans that just, they love they, they, they love the fact of being somewhat Irish? What, I, because I'm Irish and, and I don't like, I don't know what the big, Deal is. <laughs> like-
0: well here's the thing is is america is a country of immigrants right everybody yeah. that's here hasn't been there that long in the scope of time we're like your family's probably been in ireland for thousands of years right yeah for the for the most part people here at the most their family's been here for 400 years yeah that's like at the very most you know i know on the irish side of my family they came over on the boat I think on my dad's side, I'm only third or fourth generation American. Yeah. Um, on my mom's side, it's it's much more. But I think Americans kind of look towards that heritage and they're proud of it, no matter where they come from. And we yeah. even have cities like that, where Denver. Um, that's a city where I was very near, and Denver is a city of immigrants, and not necessarily immigrants from other countries, but you know, people from Chicago and L.A. and San Francisco and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if baseball is a thing out in Ireland, but, you know, Coors Field, which is in Denver, whoever the visiting city is, you know, if Chicago comes to town. Everybody's fucking wearing Cubs shit. If New yes. York comes to town, people are wearing Yankees shit. If Boston comes to town, they're playing fucking wearing, you know, goddamn Red Sox shit. Um, I think that's just an American thing. Like, I'm, you know, I it's cool that I'm from Ireland and I, I appreciate my irish heritage but I, to be honest i'm fucking ignorant of it too yeah can can
1: i ask then you know so obviously with, with trump there was a big sort of issue with immigrants and things like that do americans for the most part how do they feel about irish immigrants do they feel that they're diff- because there are a lot of undocumented irish in in america do they well, let's feel be like honest man
0: the irish like- in the early 1900s were treated like dog shit yeah They were absolutely treated like shit. And, you know, the treatment of ignorance or ignorance, sorry, drunk of immigrants is not it's like not a new issue in the country. I I think most people look at it as like, at least I look at it um, as if somebody wants to come here, I'm good with it. I'm totally good with it. Like I'm fucking open arms. Just I don't like when people come and then try to change it. Right. Like Yeah, the prime example. And I know you're not from here, but California, right? Like a bunch of people from fucking California, moved to Colorado and changed it to California. Yeah, you left California for a reason, assholes. Go back to California. Um, Yeah, go (laughs) back. Like, if you want to come here and be an American, fuck yeah, come here. I support you with open fucking arms. Just do it the right way. And I think there's a ton of arguments to say, well, it's fucking hard to come here for some folks, which we can fix that for sure. Um. But if you want to come here and be an American, fuck, fuck. Yeah, man, I'm all for people coming here. But uh, I, you know, as I I know that, you know, look in history, 1900, there's plenty of people that came over on the boats that were fucking undocumented and were treated like shit in New York. And that's it just kind of a thing, man. I mean, I don't again, like it's an ignorance thing. Like, I don't know everything that happened 100 years ago, so to speak. But um, I know the Irish were treated very poorly and um now nobody cares but that was you know that was 150 years ago
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: so um what's a now since you're fucking like picking on me buddy what's uh <laughs> as an irishman what's your what's your concept of america is it a good place or a bad place
1: um i think different states have their pros and have their cons Um, obviously Florida is a very different place to California, you know. Um, and I think the likes of California, you know, as, as much as I would like to go there on holiday, my God, I would never ever want to live there. <laughs>
0: so I, I um, like visiting California. It's a beautiful state, you know, Disneyland, yeah. all that good stuff. But it's just, ah, I mean, like I took my kids, and this was like five years ago. We went to, oh, maybe not that long ago, but last time we went to Disneyland i took him to hollywood and went to the hollywood walk of fame it smells like piss yeah I would. the whole street smells like piss it's disgusting yeah Yeah. by the way i'm on jimmy kimball they were doing like some like man on the street thing and i made a stupid face on the camera as i walked by i'm so proud of that anyway anyway, um man we got really off topic here um all right we're gonna take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor Bigfoot Holsters is a law enforcement-owned company that makes Kydex holsters and law enforcement gear. They specialize in duty gear to mount to your outer vest carrier. Their attachment kit for the Blackhawk and Safariland taser holsters not only take up less room, but they also provide a sturdy attachment. Check out my friends over at Bigfoot Holsters. Now, back to the podcast. And I'm really fucking drunk now, but that's all good. uh let's see we talked about citizens being armed what's the uh do people like the government in ireland or are people like anti-government or is it kind of like here where like some people love the government some people are like yeah it's okay and then some people are like you know we're gonna bomb the white house
1: yeah again i i feel like kind of i feel like most i feel like most countries have the same issues but <laughs> i don't know why but i just feel like when the same issue was in america it seems to be like it's kind of how I what, what I would describe America as. Everything is bigger in America. Everything, so except my even, penis.
0: <laughs> I might have to edit that out.
1: Well, um. <laughs> like, like your issue, like even the issues that, like the issues we, we we all have the same issues, but they seem to be just much. They're always bigger in America, you know. Um, is what I uh, seem. You know to, what?
0: I don't think they are. I think it's just America, like amplifies really, everything. And, yeah, and exactly. we're like on the world stage, right? Like I don't yes. hear anything about Ireland in the news ever, yeah. never, ever, where if you turn on the news, you're going to see something about America every night. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good word. Like, like I, everything is amplified in, in America. So um, we, we have issues with, with government here, you know, um, but for the most part, I suppose as a race of people, we are just quite, relaxed and we don't usually we don't usually kick up a fuss unless we really really have to you know Um, so like obviously the the price of fuel and stuff now has gone ridiculous so um, that that will probably come down the line um, that there will be protests and things like that but only in the last kind of 10 years have like protests really started to kick off in Ireland before that we didn't really I don't know I, I don't remember ever really hearing about protests before that but it seems to me it seems like, as you said, like um, George Floyd protests in, in Ireland when we don't for 99.9% of the time have any issue in relation to that. But yet people still felt like they needed to protest here about it. So I I don't know. Everyone everyone can do what they want, I suppose. But...
0: Now, something I asked the, uh, the English bloke that was on here is, I made the point here in America, you know, we have the Second Amendment, everybody has fucking guns, and, and I'm good with it, is... You know, we have this idea of a tyrannical government, and we want our guns to if it ever gets to that point to be able to fight back. Yeah. And I asked him about that, and he's like, No, that's never crossed my fucking mind. Is that something in Ireland where you're like, ah, I wish it was a little easier to have a gun and kiss our government, or is that just not something you guys worry about?
1: No, we, we just don't think about that at, at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah. But listen, we like it, we, we vote for governments, we vote for Different parties uh, to get into government, and of course, whenever we vote them in, we give out that they're really bad and don't do what we what they said that they were going to do, and we give out and we we say that it's shit. But then we just vote them in again next year. So but,
0: yeah, that's amazing how that works, right? Yeah. So it's uh, we just it happens here, buddy. It happens here, buddy. Yeah. Um, shit. What did I want to ask you? Oh sorry man i drank way too much i apologize (laughs) way too quick way too quick too it's not you know if this was over like a couple hours it's not a big deal but way way too quick we're like an hour in like
1: like, as much as as much as the the irish stereotype uh, the americans can't drink compared to irish people they just can't
0: hold on a second pal is that a fucking challenge
1: i'm gonna put it out there they just can't
0: (laughs) all right I've been fucking challenged. I'm gonna fucking get on Expedia and I'm gonna find the first <laughs> flight to Dublin and I'm gonna drink you under the table, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> you probably will drink me under the table at Fohlers, but for the most part, Americans can can just not drink.
0: I got I Irish know. blood, man. Don't don't fucking put me down, man. I can fucking drink. <laughs> Believe me.
1: It is very early for you in fairness, so we'll, we'll, dude, it's it's nine thirty uh, in
0: the morning, and I'm hammer like I texted my wife, and I was I was like I'm hammered. She's like, well, that's a new record. Um, it's it, it's a thing,
1: it's a thing in Ireland when when you're going on holiday, it's it's called airport points. You drink points no matter what time you're in the airport. So if you're in the airport at six a.m. to get a flight at eight, you're drink you're, you're drinking points in the airport. That's that's how it works. So
0: I uh, I'm a big airport drinker i uh my van broke down and we had to leave it out of state and it's a long story but i ended up having to fly back out to a different state to get the van back and i was fucking hammered like i i took two flights and i had i was drunk so the irish is strong in me man don't don't fucking hold (laughs) me back well i'm sure i'll come across some of my other questions as we get through some of these instagram questions here which they didn't let me down
1: um, I, I can't wait
0: <laughs> which you you sent me a message you're like can I see these at a time I'm like fuck no man we yeah. gotta go with it on the fly give
1: me, give, me time to, give me
0: time to not put me on the spot to answer no I words. won't fuck you too hard so <laughs> I, here's a good question are you guys allowed to drink on the job
1: no no um no just no but um I suppose like it did um, it's changed quite a lot in ireland um over the last maybe 50 years and um, so if you said like maybe even maybe 30 or 20 30 years ago it was it was somewhat like drink driving was nearly somewhat accepted back then like it wasn't as much it, it wasn't as big of an issue let's say um back then and like yeah obviously as as Police, you work on christmas day and things like that and like back 50 years ago like you used to have kegs of beer in the station and things like that you know <laughs>
0: so that's awesome
1: but, but that most certainly doesn't happen anymore but it, it it used to and it happened for years and there would have been there would have been people drunk on the job let's say but some of them unfortunately have alcohol issues but um yeah no it, it's it's not a thing now in in any way shape or form really no
0: now, we, we talked about weapons and use of force, and I probably should get into this more, but um, one of the questions I had here was, if you have a bonk stick, which is a baton, do you guys use that pretty heavily, or is that you guys limited, like the US cops are, as you have kind of a use of force continuum?
1: Exactly, yeah, so we, it's, it's what we would call it is a dynamic risk assessment, so every every strike that you, that you use with the button, you have to be able to say why you did it, so you can't just go and hit some guy 25 times and then answer afterwards as to why you hit him 25 times. Every time you hit him, the baton has to go back on your shoulder. You have to reassess and rejudge do you need to hit strike again? And if so, go ahead. If you don't, and uh, you do, well, then that's a question that you're going to have to answer. So, but we don't have body cams, so um it kind of it's that thing of like sometimes it's just one person's word against the other you know so
0: now how often do you use a baton is that like a weekly thing or a monthly thing or yearly thing
1: i have i have been uh i've been a guard for six years and luckily i have never had i've never even had to use the bat the the ban um pepper spray again i've I've never, I've never actually had to use it. I've threatened to use it, and just the threatening part of it worked for me. Um, but obviously, different guards will have different stories. There will be, I'm sure, there's a lot of guards that use the baton on a monthly basis. But I've never had to. I've, I've always found that uh, voices nine times out of ten better than uh, use of force. Now, listen, there's always going to come the point where your voice just doesn't matter. And usually we, just, usually we just end up fighting uh, before we even get to Pepper's Bay or Baton, really. But um, obviously Pepper's Bay is, is your know, first sport call because it just cancels out everything straight away. So usually more often than not.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in going hands on and doing all that stuff. I mean, the, I only used the baton one time in my eight and a half years, and that was early on and i I'll, I'll tell you, like I fucking nailed this dude. I mean I you know I've played baseball and like I'm pretty confident in my swing and i I get a baton strike is a little bit di- different, but like I fucking hit this dude, and i I mean i the hit the strike wasn't the best location. I hit him right in the hip, but he didn't even like flinch, yeah um, now he was drunk as well. shit, I mean it depends yeah. on where you hit him, but I think yeah. a drunk guy you hit him with a baton, big fucking deal, yeah
1: it doesn't yeah it doesn't have it doesn't have the same effect as as pepper spray i don't think and
0: i hate pepper spray
1: obviously it depends on circumstance but yeah so so pepper spray i obviously was listening to your podcast and you're talking about how in the academy you you have to get pepper sprayed and tasered we don't (laughs) what I've i've never been pepper sprayed so
0: Here's what's yeah. going to happen is I'm going to fly to Ireland. I'm going to pepper spray <laughs> you, pepper you spray and then I'm going to drink you crazy. under the table, you little bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right.
1: Now, oh, it's, it's, it's against our human rights or something. So I'm like, yeah,
0: fine. No matter. <laughs> but I think what we've learned here is for the most part, the Irish are a peaceful people.
1: Yeah. For, in fairness for the, for the most part, obviously, as I said at the beginning, the people that we deal with on a daily basis aren't the people that like us. Um, they're usually the ones that want to fight us or want to give us shit or, you know, whatever. But for the most part, the, uh, and, and I suppose it's, it's we're kind of based on like a community policing model in that it's very much at the forefront of policing in Ireland is community policing because you can't like, Whenever something major happens that we need to investigate, these are the people that help us do that. And um, we don't have like cameras all over the city. In the city centre, we do, but once you go outside of the city, there isn't cameras on every street and things like that. So we need uh, assistance from the, the, the genuine, decent people that live in the communities. So um, obviously, we try to we try to build up that relationship as best as we can. Um, and obviously, there's just some people you'll never, ever be able to build a relationship over. It doesn't matter how how many years you try or what you say to them. But um, yeah, so we, we would be very much a, a community policing sort of basis. Um, and, and we would try to get their assistance as much as possible because we need it.
0: Now, the UK has a big knife issue. Do you guys have that too? It's
1: probably not. As big as the UK, but it, we definitely have a knife issue. Yeah. Um, see, this is the thing: when you don't have guns, you have all of the knives and hammers and all of these different things that usually come into play. So, um, obviously, knives are easily hidden and, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, we would we, we would have an we would have an issue with knives. Yeah. Um, are cops is- allowed
0: to carry a knife? Like I know most cops here in America addition to their guns, like everybody has a pocket knife or two or you know a boot knife yeah. and all kinds of crazy shit. Again, like
1: again this is another one of those gray areas. Technically technically we are not allowed to, we're not issued with one. Um but I I know a lot of guards that would that would carry like that would carry it, it would be more so for the likes of um if if some poor person was hanging or something like that, it would be more so for that. Like you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't like use it to defend yourself or anything like. But um, yeah, it would be more so for 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 that, really.
0: Do you guys wear body armor? or No, we have we
1: have uh, a stab vest, so it's I think it has part cavalry uh, in it, but it's very much, uh, it's very much just for knives and, but we've tried it out and it doesn't work. So.
0: <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: I suppose it's better. it's
0: better than nothing, right? It's
1: better than nothing. Exactly. But, um, yeah. So again, it doesn't, it obviously doesn't, uh, we wear the vest over, over the uniform. So we're actually getting a new uniform very soon and um, a completely different style of uniform. So, I don't know. Have you ever have you ever seen the uniform that we have now? Or? I
0: don't know if I have, and I was actually about to ask and say so you yeah. need to send me a fucking patch.
1: <laughs> we don't have
0: patches. This is the thing.
1: Oh we got, man, We don't have patches on a uniform. No, we there are patches. We we can get patches, but we don't actually have patches on a uniform. Um, the Garder logo is already it's it's imprinted onto it, like so. We don't have patches that we put on it or whatever. So, um, but uh, yeah, so basically a uniform at the moment is is it's a shirt and tie and trousers and but like we wear the stab vest over the the shirt and like when you're sitting in the car and you've your belt on and the vest and the tie is just like up into your throat and like the tie pin is digging into your stomach and it's just it's just the most uncomfortable thing in the world so wait um, now
0: are they actually ties or they clip-ons
1: no, yeah, well, the clip-on ties, yeah, okay. but we have to have the type in and all of that sort of stuff as well. And um, but yeah, so we, we I actually we we have been issued a new uniform. We just can't wear it yet until we all have it and we can all wear it on the same day, basically. So um, we the new uniform is is combat and a polo shirt, and um, it's a lot it's a lot better than than what we had before. So I'm looking forward to. I'll have
0: to Google to it. Do you guys wear a hat too or no?
1: We do. We have the hat. And it the hat is gonna look awful with the new uniforms. So um,
0: what kind of what kind of hat is it? Because I can't picture it. And I was a big um, hat guy, like we had the eight-point hats. I wore an eight-point hat.
1: Yeah, no, it would be like your standard police hat, you know, with the 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 peak badge on front and the high front. And I don't I don't really know how we describe it like, but it's it would be your standard sort of european police hat it's not a baseball cap or anything like that you know um so but i try to wear it as little as possible because it's awful so
0: hold on I make google car, it here
1: yeah if i'm out in... uniform yeah google it there you'll see it
0: google uh that might be the new hat man that lady looks way too old to be a cop on this uh... <laughs> oh yes yeah, so the new ones are like a polo shirt those look like shit bro what are you talking yeah. about
1: they are still shit. Don't get me wrong, but they're better than what we had. Like, we we oh, have
0: been in, this next one. Weird. Um, yeah. The what about the black polo shirt? Is that okay? Do you have the blue polo shirt or the black no, one? We have to wear the blue one. So, is that the blue one, the new one?
1: Yeah. So it's shit, but it's better than what
0: we had. Oh, the black one looks sharp. I would say yeah.
1: no one's allowed to wear that. So
0: <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. The hats are fine. Yeah. So it's this chicken, in this picture. She's fine too, but that's okay. Um <laughs> all right. No more simping over Google Cops. Um, what do we got here? I just clicked on a button. That's not good for podcasting. Okay. So Americans have this conception of Ireland is pubs everywhere. Is that true?
1: Yes, <laughs> there are pubs everywhere.
0: Are you guys always singing songs as you drink?
1: No, mostly never. Oh, that's bullshit. That's another, that's another stereotype that I'll debunk.
0: <laughs> you're uh, fucking ruining my life, man. I thought I was going to go to Ireland and there'd be like, you know, leprechauns gold, at the, l- gold at the end of the, the, the rainbow and leprechauns and everybody's drinking and singing songs and you're fucking ruining it for me. <laughs> are bar Uh, fights a big problem out there uh not really not particularly no no okay Um, that's another thing i thought you irish fucks were always fighting each other all the time and that's not true
1: don't get me wrong occasionally you go to calls and in bars where there's fights but like more often than not by the time you get there it's done and they've gone their separate ways so like yeah no it wouldn't be like I don't know is it it a big issue in America I don't know it's again everything is amplified in America so maybe it feels like it's a bigger issue than it is but um no I I wouldn't say I don't think it's a big issue like for the most part when people get drunk they just get messy and stupid and can't walk and they don't have the ability to fight most of the time so
0: fair enough I know that one um Now, this is a really important question that I need to ask is how long does it take to figure out who took your lucky charms? <laughs>
1: like, we don't we don't even have like uh, do, that's what do you serious? mean you don't have
0: lucky charms? You don't have lucky uh, charms in your uniform? I was gonna ask where you guys keep them to be safe. No, no, we
1: don't have we don't have any. Like <laughs>
0: I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm laughing
1: at my own joke. I apologize. Uh, I'm sorry that I that I'm ruining all these stereotypes of Irish people, but um, you guys, i mean, do you
0: guys eat the Lucky Charm cereal? There, or people are like, no. "This is fucking bullshit." No, it's awful. <laughs> it lo- it Fuck even you, It's not awful. awful. The marshmallows are like amazing. It,
1: it looks like it just gives
0: you diabetes
1: before you even eat it. <laughs> you only have to look at it to get diabetes. <laughs> yeah, God. and like this is the thing, like my i was as i said i was in new york uh, a few months <laughs> ago and me and myself and my partner and like she just couldn't wait to get home to eat normal food again <laughs> Like it looks like my mother, <laughs> Where you? my mother is the same like she anytime we've been to america she's like there's no vegetables i haven't had vegetables for the last week or
0: two you don't weeks. need vegetables we don't need vegetables here in america we just sell our vegetables to you guys yeah <laughs> well all right well you tell me let's walk through a day what is a what's an irish breakfast a typical irish breakfast
1: uh so a sunday irish breakfast would be eggs uh, rashers or bacon is what you call it um sausage pudding white and black pudding beans toast
0: beans That'd for be- breakfast
1: yeah that would be a yeah more so a Brit more so a british thing but we yeah we we would have it too yeah um a sunday for a sunday breakfast yeah that would be
0: all right what would you eat for lunch so for
1: lunch um (laughs) have you ever heard of a chicken fillet roll
0: (laughs) no please tell me
1: (laughs) so uh that would be a big thing over here um so it's, it's like a, a baguette, um, and you would have a, a chicken fillet. You'd have lettuce, mayonnaise, all that kind of good stuff. I don't eat any of it. I'm one of these weird – I don't drink tea or coffee either, if you find that crazy.
0: Yeah, that is crazy. Also, What's wrong with the fucking people I've gotten on a podcast? The British guy I had doesn't drink caffeinated tea, and I'm like, what kind of Brit are you?
1: Like, for, for the most part, every guy drinks coffee, but I just – I just never never got into it didn't didn't I tried it didn't like it so saves me money so <laughs> I just don't like it so but uh, yeah so chicken fillet rolls for lunch um and yeah you get them in any good in any good shop and uh, crisps and chocolate and yeah that's usually what my lunch
0: consists of that doesn't sound super fucking healthy like you're shaming no, me no it's for not being it's american
1: all right now what, what for
0: dinner what's an irish dinner
1: um right an irish dinner so irish dinner would be maybe a beef stew or it would be um like what would what would i like i'm trying to think of a typically irish dinner like we don't eat typically irish food every day like you know i would have like a chicken curry one day or i'd have roast chicken or i'd have you know um chili or you know it's it depends right. like
0: i want to point out that you didn't say one vegetable and you also didn't <laughs> talk about me, potatoes man. at all
1: i <laughs> i don't eat very many vegetables so again i am de- i am not there de- i was speaking on behalf of my mother and my partner <laughs> they they wanted vegetables i did not <laughs> okay but for the Fair most you know. part yeah so your sunday dinner let's say would be like it would be maybe uh, some turkey, some roast potatoes, mashed potatoes, um, peas, um, stuffing, lots of gravy. That would be like a, a Sunday dinner and a Sunday breakfast.
0: Okay. Well, I, I'm not impressed, but it's all right. <laughs> um, let's see. We talked about that. The next question is, is are you guys paid in Guinness? In Guinness, yeah.
1: It's funny, you know. It's it's actually funny that um, so only in the last month have we got um, electronic pay slips. Up until last month, and for all of the time before that, we used to get a paper slip every week with our with our pay our paycheck or whatever. And there was some guys that actually were still getting paid by check because they got they got a half an hour of overtime to go and cash their check. So if they went from electronic payment, they wouldn't get that half an hour of overtime every month. That (laughs) is fucking,
0: that's amazing. That guys were skipping like that.
1: Um, But yeah, so that's only, so no, the answer to that question is no, we didn't. And I'm so happy we don't, because again, I'm going to offend so many people, but I, Don't like Guinness, so
0: I'm not even sure you're from Ireland. I wouldn't believe it (laughs) if I hadn't seen your ID to prove it. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Do you guys uh, do you feel like you get paid well compared to you know what the normal income is, or is it low?
1: It would be so when I joined um, when I joined six years ago. It was I think the starting the starting pay was like. So when we were so when we were down in the college for those eight months, we got 180 euro a week, which was just not not a lot at all, and um, because it would probably
0: that's insane. Up. That I just googled that, and that's 200 dollars a week. That is not yeah. money to live on.
1: So we were we were fed, and we were we had a they gave us a place to stay and things like that, but. It was out like it was okay for me. I didn't have a wife and kids and stuff like that. But if you wanted to join the guards and you had a wife and kids and a mortgage and stuff to pay for, you know, you, that's just impossible to to keep a house with with that money. So, and um, it probably would turn a lot of people off applying because eight months is a long time to be down there Monday to Friday and be on so little money. So, and I know in America some places you can have jobs and things like that we, we're not allowed to do that here we can't have if you're a guard you're a guard you can't have any other job um so it wasn't great to start um listen it, it would be an average wage it's not it's not lots of money but we're not on minimal money either you know um it's enough to live and to be comfortable but you'll never be rich you know but i don't think anyone joins the job to be rich in in any country so um you'll never be rich, but you'll never be poor is how it was put to me down in the college.
0: (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Now this isn't an Instagram question, but it just, it came to mind. Obviously you guys are a lot closer to the war in Eastern Europe than we are. What's the thoughts in Europe? I mean, are you guys worried about that? Or I, I, you know, a week ago, I would have told you it's going to be over in a week, but now that we're still into this, I'm like, ah, I don't know. This is getting a little sketchy.
1: It is. It's, it's the longer it goes on. And, um, Obviously we we're taking in a lot of Ukrainian refugees at the moment as well. And um I was actually just I was in the refugee in the center, basically in, in Dublin Airport, there is a center for, for refugees that are coming in off of flights and stuff now and they, they just have to register and um the government is you know finding places for them to stay and and things like that. But it's it's very, very sad it's a very sad place to be to see these. Families just coming uh, with nothing, with, with one bag, you know, their whole life into one bag, and you know, obviously we deal with in in policing, you deal with a lot of homeless people that you know you see that their whole life is in one is in one bag, but that's not normality for these people. Like they had jobs, they had houses, they went to work Monday to Friday, but now all of a sudden they're in some hotel in Ireland. Um, you know, trying to get away from a war, so it it is crazy, and I don't think it's something that we're worried about just yet. Where it, it to be honest, it's really hitting the economy more so, um, because I'm sure you saw all of the sanctions that are happening to Russia from all the different countries, and but that has its own um, drawbacks to us as well, and and yourselves with, with fuel, obviously, is the big one at the moment, but even electricity and gas and uh, like basically the the cost of living is just rising and rising and it doesn't seem to be stopping. So, but yeah, pay isn't going up, you know? So it's, uh, it's definitely affecting everyone, but luckily it, it, it's for us, it's obviously not affecting us as bad as what it is to the Ukrainian people, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's weird times we're living in, man. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just strange times.
1: Very strange.
0: Uh, let's get back to the the fun stuff. Have you, sir, ever arrested a leprechaun? (laughs) How many times do we have to do
1: this? (laughs) I have never seen a
0: leprechaun. This isn't me. This is the people on Instagram. Don't blame me. Blame Instagram.
1: Oh, the people of Instagram. Come on. Surely there's better questions than have I ever. (laughs) in, in In fairness, it could happen if he was drunk or something like that, but... Uh, no, I have not, and I don't think I ever will. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I feel like a short person in Ireland is just kind of fucked, right? Because automatically, uh, people people are gonna make leprechaun jokes. Um Like we don't,
1: like we don't ever. It's it's really an American thing.
0: Like we don't because we're assholes. We're fucking we assholes. Don't, just we don't saying. talk
1: about leprechauns ever. Like it's it's not a thing in Ireland to talk about leprechauns. <laughs> Or pots of gold or top of the morning to you no one says that but no so here's the
0: thing morning. is you know we're dismissing irish stereotypes but we're basically like fulfilling american stereotypes on this podcast yeah exactly um what about with the scots do you guys have any issues with the, with the scots um
1: is there no, like a healthy
0: rivalry there and, and I'll, can... I'll base the question and sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you, but i'll base the question on the I don't know if you're familiar with the Canadian show Litter Kenny, but they basically compared the Scots to the DJ up country in this question. Um, are you guys good with the Scots?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any issue with the Irish and the Scottish. As you said, it's, it's sort of a healthy rivalry with sport and things like that. But, you know, for the most part, like, um, what happened, what happened in Ireland was hundreds and hundreds of years ago. You know, I don't know any, of my family, for example, that was involved in it hundreds of years ago, I'm sure it was, it affected a a lot of people, but like, you have to, you just have to, you have to move on at some point in your life. Um, You know, like when is it ever going to end if not? And there's just too many people, unfortunately, that don't want to, that don't want to move on. They just want to, um, from both sides, you know, like I don't think either side is better than the other. and, And I'm, technically a catholic so you know um but no uh, like the scottish will be in a similar position to us in that they were they were invaded by um the brits as well so
0: you know so really we should be blaming the queen is really what this comes down to
1: basically what it comes down to it's all her fault yeah
0: it's all yeah it's all her fault she was like not even born when it happened
1: yeah exactly
0: do you guys have a big issue with uh driving intoxicated out there or no um
1: yeah no it, it is it, it is definitely an issue Um it is an issue all right and a lot of the fatalities that happen on our road are due to people being drunk and and driving and it is it's very much lo- um taken quite seriously um it's it's because it, it it's that thing of like there's plenty of there's plenty of public transport and things like that. There's no, There's absolutely no need for you to drink and drive in any way. Like, taxis are readily available, buses are available, trains are available. There's no There's no need to drink and drive, and people just... Well, I suppose down the country, they're not as readily available, but, you know, it, it, it is definitely an issue, though, yeah. But it's probably not any more of an issue than it is in any other country, you know? Um,
0: What's the legal limit there? So... It's done. It basically
1: it depends on it depends on what type of driver you are. So if you are a learner driver, you're on a lower uh, threshold than if you have a full license. If you're a taxi, um, you're on a lower threshold. You're on the same threshold as if you're a um, as if you're a learner driver. So. Um, are actually it's it's been it's been a while since i've arrested someone for drink driving i think i think it's 0. 0.22 milligrams is the legal limit um
0: as far right, as let I me do, do some math that. here okay um which is enthralling for the podcast 0. 0.22 milligrams let's see what that is um Okay, that's actually, I think that's going to be lower than what we have. Oh, man, I just clicked a bunch of buttons. But it, it seems like it's basically on par with what we have. Um, which,
1: Yeah, so let me just see. So it's, it's 20 milligrams of alcohol per 100 milliliters of blood is what it is.
0: I don't even know how to like.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you calculate it. Because like, ours is 0.08. Yeah basically in 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 easy terms it is a small glass of wine um a glass of beer or like maybe one it would be probably like one um liquor um that would be sort of how we kind of go by it's 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 it is it is a small amount. oh yeah
0: it's actually it is much lower actually now that i google searched it yeah mm. it's way lower
1: yeah it is it is a it is a small amount. So, um, so obviously we would have the breath side tests, and if uh, more often than not, you kind of you will be able to, you'll be able to know yourself without doing the test. But obviously we have the the Draeger machines. If we need assistance, and it tells us, it, it will tell us if the person is uh, pass or fail, and at that stage, then they're, if they fail, obviously they're arrested, Um they are brought to a station. We can either do the evidence of the machine, which is them uh, blowing into the machine, which will give us the reading for court. Um, but a lot of stations don't have their machines or they don't have the people trained up to use them. So more often than not, it's know blood. And that's a doctor to the station, obviously, to, to do that. So
0: Now, what's your typical penalty? If, if somebody gets arrested for a DUI, what's the typical penalty? <laughs> penalty in Ireland
1: um, again it depends uh, it, it depends on the person it depends how much they're over under it's all kind of up to the to the judge really that's sort of looking after it but usually it would be at, at least a, a, a driving ban um, for a certain amount of years and uh, penalty points and things like that on your license and um, it usually wouldn't uh, it, it wouldn't equate to jail time usually yeah
0: okay this is something i probably should have asked early on in the podcast because this is quote unquote the saint patty's episode is saint patrick's day a big deal in ireland or is that again one of those american things that we bastardize and made for our own and made it just a reason to get fucking hammered
1: um no it would it, it would it would be mainly for tourism because it's such a big revenue maker for you know for tourists and coming over and things like that and the fact that we haven't been able to have a parade in the last uh, two years this one is going to be crazy so um and we have an extra bank holiday this so basically it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday everybody is going to be off work so this is this is going to be crazy this one this year (laughs) so
0: sounds like a good time to me yeah. What's a what's like, a typical St. Patrick's Day look like in Ireland? I mean, is it you know we have in the states, I would say Mardi Gras is like a big party down south, and you hmm. know people are showing their tits and stuff. Is that not quite the same thing in Ireland? Basically, everybody gets drunk, and that's about it, right? Basically,
1: everybody gets drunk. Yeah. So like, uh, like it's funny, uh, you know, back when back when you're younger, it's that thing of you, you know you're fifteen or sixteen and you. Go and try to get someone to get you a drink, and you go into the parade into town and you, you drink. And, you know, that's basically what it is just drink from early on till evening. And um, basically, that's it. Yeah. Go to the parade. And when the parade is finished, go to the pub if you're old enough. If you're not old enough, you go to a park usually and drink in a park. How old do you have to
0: be to drink in uh, Ireland? Uh, you have to be 18 okay which i think it should be here too which even though we have a big problem with underage drinking i, I think if you can go fight and die in a war you can have a fucking beer
1: that's like uh, that's the exact words that i would use if you can go to a war and shoot someone and that's okay uh, or get shot at and killed surely you i really would have a point <laughs> like absolutely it's a bit crazy how it's it's so um it's treated so seriously in america like in all the bars and things like that. that i've been in like it's if you don't have ID, you could look fifty-five and you're still not getting a drink. If you don't have ID, like
0: yeah, I get ID still, and I definitely don't look like I'm eighteen. Yeah, I, I it's, mean, it's no way. Have you tried American whiskey, and how does that hold up against Irish whiskey?
1: Let me see. I actually I have a bottle here. Is it, I think it's American, and um, it is woodford reserve it's called
0: oh that's good shit man i used yeah, to have some like- of that that's really good stuff yeah
1: yeah it's very good um so can yeah what's it? kentucky bourbon yeah um i like that i like that a lot um
0: have you ever had the, the guy that asked specifically asked about jack daniels have you ever had jack daniels
1: I have and I I get again like I suppose the way the way that I that I personally like whiskey I don't like it mixed with like coke or anything like that I just like it straight with ice um and I suppose the time I had Jack Daniels was with coke and I just didn't like it I just didn't think it was great um but like in saying that like I wouldn't like Jemison would probably be the biggest whiskey here obviously and then you have Conor McGregor's proper 12 as well and um that's trying to and that's them. funny you
0: bring up conor mcgregor because or conor mcgregor <laughs> yeah, that was, um, yeah, somebody that was asked you conor it's mcgregor well and i'm like there's like six million people in the country i'm sure you don't know conor mcgregor he he
1: doesn't he he doesn't live like he's so he's from crumlin which isn't uh it's most certainly not 100 miles from where i'm from it's maybe i don't know 15 minutes of a drive um but we have had dealings with Connor in in the past, so
0: is um, Connor a national hero there or people are like, eh, he's okay no
1: no he's no like he like i I, I would be I'd be quite into the UFC. I follow the UFC quite a bit and uh, he before before he got titles and things like that he was funny, you know, like he, he had, like, he was always an, like he was always an asshole, you know, but it was funny, <laughs> you know, when it was coming up when he was fighting ideas and, you know, all the shit that they talked about each other. And so it was funny, you know, it was, and it was, you, you wanted to see him win, but now I just, I just have no interest in him. And especially after the Khabib fight, I just felt like the way he carried himself with the Khabib and, and he's just embarrassing. Like he, he, he's, I, I hate to say it, like, I hate to say this, like, but he's not, he's not a good, he's not a good guy, like, you know, he's not, and he, he just has money now, like, he, he just has money, and money can't buy you class, unfortunately, so, like, he's still the person that he always was, but now he has money, and it's just, yeah, listen, he does some good things for charity, and stuff like that, so, like, I don't want to diss him fully, but he's most certainly not a national hero, anyway, Um
0: yeah, he's definitely know. an asshole. It's entertaining, right? Like, cause he's one of the best shit talkers on the planet. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's definitely—I don't know—he's gone I, down I, a few like, pegs for me.
1: Yeah, as I said, like shit, like shit talk is part and parcel of fighting in the fight business, like you know. And it's as I said, it's funny up until I think it was when he fought Khabib. was when it really changed, and uh, just like Khabib, in fairness, like he didn't. Necessarily talk too much shit about Connor, but Connor just, he just, there's things you shouldn't say, and he said things you just shouldn't say. You know, it doesn't matter if you're fighting or not. And, you know, and it, Dustin Poirier, Poirier is a gentleman, really nice guy. And like, he's giving Dustin shit, and like, yeah, he's just, he's just an asshole. Like.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the next question I have on here is somebody wants you to, marry her and i will tell you she is fucking hot like that's a scientific fact but it sounds like you're you're already a taken man
1: i am a taken man unfortunately for her (laughs) um yeah i'm a taken man i'm in a a a good strong relationship and uh yeah i'm happy where i am
0: (laughs) thank you fair enough i mean but it it, you know if things change she's hot um (laughs) i don't know what this is what is sin feign Sinn Féin,
1: So that is that's Irish, for starters. It's uh, the Irish language, but it is one of the political parties uh, in Ireland. So they would be, they would be, very much in the, how would you describe it? They would be part of the Northern Ireland sort of peace process. Let's say they would be the Catholic part of the troubles, let's say, is what they would be. Okay,
0: good thing or a bad thing?
1: Um, it de- it depends. Depends,
0: it depends on depends. who it is.
1: It depends on who it is, and it depends on who you are as a person, what you're... Some people see, like, they haven't... Basically, the way the government kind of works here is you vote in a political a, a party, let's say, Sinn Féin at one of those parties. Um, so some people want to see them get into power because they haven't been in power and to see will they do anything differently um, than what we've had for the last X amount of years. Um, But other people don't think highly of them at all. So it just depends on the person, really. And depends on, you know, I kind of sort of kind of liken it to Trump in that, like, Trump is uh, like Trump is obviously an asshole, (laughs) but... If I was living in America and Trump, it was Trump or Hillary and Trump was pro-police, like who you're going to vote for, who, who is going to make an impact on your life, you know? So, um, it just depends on where you are in life, I suppose, with
0: who you vote for, isn't it? So It's interesting you brought that dude up because I, I think he's going to run in 2024 and, here's the thing is he is a fucking asshole. Like nobody can tell me like this guy is like the pinnacle of like what a man should be. Like, he's an asshole. Like, let's be real about it. But you know, things, the perception was things were better under him. Right. Um, you know, now we have a guy that can't speak complete sentences. Exactly. Um, and his vice president, I don't, I don't know what she's fucking talking about half the time, but He's an asshole. Like, I don't like I'm not like a you Trump fan, but like it's it's unfortunate that and I feel like most countries are under this, too, is you basically have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I'm curious, because now we're talking politics. Is Ireland you guys have a prime minister type deal?
1: No, we have. Well, they're called a Taoiseach. Um, but it would be, uh, I suppose, the equivalent to a prime minister in Ireland, let's say. And we have a, a president, obviously, as well. So,
0: OK, so do you guys have like a leader of the country type deal or is it the parliament yeah, so is kind of like that would the
1: be that would be the Taoiseach, basically. And he would be affiliated to one of the parties, let's say. So like the leader of each party. So uh, I don't know like i don't really i really don't care about politics in ireland because i feel like they're all the same none of them actually do anything differently they say they're
0: all doesn't. full of shit
1: they're all full of shit exactly so i don't really care to be honest i don't actually know even which party he's part of it's either fianna Fáil or Gale, it's one of them i don't even know to be honest but he would be so he would be the leader of that party and then if when that party gets voted into power he becomes the leader then of
0: okay so it's similar to canada where you don't vote for the president you basically kind of vote for the party and then whatever party's in charge their leader ends up being the prime minister or president
1: exactly yeah now the president is, is different in that the president doesn't really have any sort of standing on anything that happens really basically the government will go to him and say we need this signed into legislation or whatever. And he just signs it, but he doesn't, he's basically just, uh, I don't mean really to be honest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than sign things that he's told to sign.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a fucking chief here.
1: Um, uh, what would what, you, uh, now that we're talking about neprechauns, I want you to Google him there for a second.
0: Okay. What's his name?
1: Michael D Higgins.
0: Michael D Higgins. All right. Google and
1: he is the president of
0: Ireland, D Higgins, president of our. Oh, he's a leprechaun! <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Don't tell me. Pre- Look at this fucking guy. Everybody, Google this guy. He's a motherfucking <laughs> leprechaun. So he is
1: the president of Ireland.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, can't, I can't believe I didn't think of this when we were having all of that conversation.
0: That's amazing. I never yep. heard of this guy before, but like, let's look at him. He
1: doesn't do anything. So, <laughs> like, even you know, like, state visit. So, for Patrick's day, obviously, there's always a state visit to America with the president of America, and it's it's the the Taoiseach who goes. It's not the president. Like, so,
0: all right, let's see. He's 5'4". He's a fucking yeah. leprechaun. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that makes me. That makes me. I'm so happy I remember that. Yeah, I'm so happy that. He, the, Oh, there's the Irish stereotypes aren't true, and then you fucking give <laughs> and me then one. the president is five foot four. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um, all right, now my resident um, Urban Dictionary guy dropped a question: Have you ever given an Irish party favor?
1: An Irish party favor, or have
0: you received one?
1: <laughs> I. I don't know what that is, so I don't want to say yes or no.
0: That is the safest answer you can get, and I appreciate that. An an Irish party favor. Whenever someone motorboats a drunken man's penis, used in a sentence, I can't believe that hot chick gave Dave an Irish party favor last night. Oh god, like
1: (laughs) who can vote with this shit? Like
0: I got a dude, man. He like, if I say who's on the podcast, he just fucking looks up urban dictionary for whatever it is and he comes up with weird shit that's what he does man that's his that is his purpose in life i believe
1: party favorite yeah no i i can't say i ever have and i don't think i ever will
0: you never did you ever get one though i can't say i
1: have and i probably never i bet the chick that
0: i bet she's gonna fucking kill me but i bet the chick that said that she wants to marry you she would give you an irish party favorite
1: I'm okay, thank you. I'm okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, uh, good sir. Have you ever kissed? Have you ever kissed the Blarney Stone? Have I ever kissed the Blarney Stone? No, All I right. haven't. I I cut myself off after like four drinks, so I'm I'm starting to recover slowly. You haven't kissed what? I kind of googled it. Googled it. I'm falling apart. I googled it before I started a little bit just to read up on it. So what's the backstory on that? Because I don't understand it.
1: I, I, I would say that you have more knowledge on the Blarney Stone than I do.
0: Well, son of a bitch, man. We're supposed to be enlightening people. And
1: here you yeah. are. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are, like you know, I from what I gather from, I suppose, Americans that come to visit Ireland, like, I would definitely say to do it. Like, there's plenty of, like, things to do in Ireland that are just so different to America. You know, it really is a com- it's a completely different country. Um, and that is one of those things. Like I've, I've spoken to Americans in the past that they tend to kind of come to Dublin for a few days, and then they'll travel around to different counties, and you know, go to Cork, or go to Kerry, go to Donegal, go to all these different places. And um, mm. it's sort of like the it's the the landscape, I suppose, that is so appealing to to people because it's you know, obviously we have the Cliffs of Moher and things like that as well. And um, I'm. Unfortunately, like, I haven't I haven't been to a lot of the Irish, let's say, uh, tourist attractions <laughs> like I, I just I never have never went. So I really should, though.
0: Well, OK, so the Blarney Stone, let's uh, uh, this is what Google said. Kissing Iron's Blarney Stone, a tradition that's been around for several centuries, is said to give a person the gift of eloquence and persuasiveness. The iconic stone is set upon the wall of the Blarney Castle, constructed in 1446 by some guy. Um, Here's the thing is if you have Americans kissing this stone, I guarantee it has herpes. So maybe don't kiss it.
1: At the very least, COVID.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe wipe it off first, but you don't (laughs) want herpes from the Blarney stone. I'm just throwing Mm. it out there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) STD is a big problem in America. Really? Okay. Well, I, I've come to the end of the um, the Instagram question, so now I have to hit you with my questions. Are you ready? I'm
1: very disappointed with those Instagram questions. I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, we're Americans. We're stupid. Leave us alone. OK, <laughs> well, what did you expect us to ask? You think we're going to ask? Something like? I don't know important? what I expected. <laughs> I yeah, really should, should have expected leprecon questions. I should have expected you should. The page is literally called poorly made police memes. You can't expect too much. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like somebody that gets on and sees a spelling error and they get upset. Like read the fucking yeah. title.
1: Yeah. Usually now, a Karen.
0: Yeah. Is there's do you guys have a Karen problem in Ireland? No, we have Karen's. We have Karen's. Do they have the same haircut too? Yes. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite hair. is the fucking, you know, everybody knows a girl from high school that fucking has like the Bob cut, the Karen Bob yeah, cut, yeah. and it's like highlighted. It fucking cracks yeah. me up
1: yeah (laughs) they always look the
0: same (laughs) country to country the karens are all the same we know that
1: they unite together
0: so this is an important question because uh you know i don't humanize the badge i humanize shitting your pants as an adult (laughs) do irish people shit their pants
1: I'm I'm so I'm so glad you said do Irish people and not me because again I was absolutely going to disappoint you. Obviously I have listened to your pa- podcast and everyone has all these cool stories about how they shit their pants. <laughs> all <laughs> these cool stories about
0: I, shitting the pants. It's so cool to shit your pants.
1: Yeah, I don't know where like I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the food. I feel like it could be the food in America that, that causes this issue.
0: That is that is a scientific heard. fact.
1: Yeah I, I have never done it So I'm glad that you said Irish people Because I do have stories about Irish people That aren't me So um, I used to I, Before I joined uh, The police I used to work in a pub um, And Old men and pints And shorts They just don't mix They just <laughs> mix. Um, And you know I was young I was like Seventeen or eighteen, working in this pub, and there, there was actually there's just so many stories, but like absolutely destroyed the bathroom, destroyed it, and on the way as well. Not even just like when he got into the bathroom; the whole way in, it was like up on the walls and all. And it was like, how did it even get there? How did it literally get on the walls? But it was on the walls.
0: You know what always so- impressed me is there was this tunnel that I used to walk under to get to one of my off-duty jobs. And it was a favorite place for the, uh, the people of the street to take a shit. And it impressed me the spray the spray on the wall. (laughs) Like I've taken some pretty gnarly shits in my day, but the spray was almost majestic. I mean, if it wasn't for the smell, I'd be impressed.
1: Yeah. I, I I genuinely, I genuinely, I don't know how they do it, but as you said should i be impressed maybe i should but uh, i was not impressed with the smell <laughs> i must certainly he was not impressed with that and luckily i didn't get paid enough so i was totally not cleaning that so luckily some other man had to do that job for me
0: <laughs> there's not enough enough there's not enough money in the world for no. me to get paid to clean up somebody else's yep. shit which no. why I couldn't work in like some retirement home or something like that. Yeah. Now here's where you cannot disappoint me, and I probably should have prepped you for this. Yeah, I need a good Irish word of the day for people to put in their reports or over it the could. radio. Can it be Irish? I mean, it doesn't have to be Irish. It has to be something. It can be Irish slang or something you would use, but I. The Americans need a good Irish type word to put in their reports. Don't disappoint oh, you me. Sh-
1: totally should have prepped me for this. Um, let me see. Let me see. Oh, let me see. Um, let me see. Banjaxed. Banjaxed.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you spell it? I B- uh, I don't know. I've never had to spell it, but uh, B A N. J-A-X-X-E-D.
0: Does that mean ruined or broken? Yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> I like it. That's a good word. Man, we could make that a thing here. That's a great word.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, according, 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 I'm so drunk. According to, Inst- or to Instagram, to Google, it's ruined, incapacitated, or broken.
1: Yep. I think, be, I think that can be used quite easily in the policing world.
0: That is a fantastic word. Which you I have per- to know
1: what it means. And then if the dispatcher doesn't know what it means, she will have to Google it.
0: Yeah, fuck dispatchers. Um, yeah. Sorry, dispatchers. <laughs> if there's any dispatchers that listen, you know I love all you guys, but fuck you guys sometimes too. Um, <laughs> Now, before I get to my words of wisdom that I want to get from you, is there anything about Ireland that I didn't ask that I should have asked that you can think of?
1: Um, Is there anything about Ireland that you should have? I don't think so. Um, it's one of those countries that you just have to, you just have to come see, I think, um, and decide for yourself. Um, as we said, there is lots of pubs, pubs on every corner. Um, there's, there's lots to do. There's plenty to see, plenty to do. So, uh, yeah, I would say whoever wants to come, come
0: on over. Now, I, I did have to ask one musical-type question. Um I'm trying to think of the name of the band. It's it's a fucking escaping me now. What what is like if you were going to say like the most famous band out of Ireland? Who would that be? U2. Are they Irish? They suck yeah. ass. I'm ashamed, oh, ashamed no. to be Irish. You like U2? Um,
1: I I don't like I, I like some of their songs, but I wouldn't like. I'm not like a massive big fan of U2. Like, right? but the script are Irish too, I suppose.
0: I was gonna say um thin lizzie is the way to go
1: yeah he's he's kind of like slightly out of my generation let's say probably you of what age i am but
0: <laughs> i'm a, yeah. I, I like thin lizzie i'm a big fan of thin lizzie
1: yeah it's Lizzy, Lizzy good it's good people it's good people
0: all right patrick which i don't even think i actually uh, i fucked up no, i didn't even one call one you patrick one time <laughs> in the whole podcast and that's yeah. your fake name very disappointing. <laughs> Patrick, do you have any words of wisdom for the millions of people that will listen to this podcast one day? Any
1: words of wisdom? Um, any words of wisdom? Maybe don't vote Biden next time, if possible.
0: <laughs> Dude, you've made a, a fucking a million friends in America right now. <laughs>
1: yeah um biden is, is crazy like he's just you don't know what he's saying you don't know like he doesn't know how to put sense. it's crazy and he's like the leader of the world let's say it's just crazy
0: i feel honestly bad for him you know I don't did, get me wrong yeah, like, like i've it, never liked his politics um but he's honestly, he should be in a home or he, he should be living out, you know, the rest of his days out on the farm or whatever. Like he He really should. And I think he'd enjoy it too. Yeah. He's old. Like he's old and he's sick. Like no one can watch what he says and realize that he knows what is going on half the time. He might be there sometimes, but he is not there all the time and it's kind of sad that people have propped him up as a puppet.
1: Yeah. And I think the, the teleprompters are just the the best, the, the best part when he just reads what he shouldn't read. It's just it's just great for you. And, but it uh, shouldn't be.
0: It's like, <laughs> it Anch- be. are you familiar with the movie Anchorman as American Cinema made it oh, over yeah. there?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, he's Ron Burgundy. He will read whatever's yeah. on teleprompter. Yeah,
1: will, will Ferrell will be one of my favorite actors. I love Will Ferrell.
0: Good man. Some people don't like Will Ferrell and they're wrong if they don't like will, will Ferrell. Him. He's so he's many good films. Do you guys have uh, American restaurants out there like Chipotle?
1: no we don't have chipotle um yeah no we don't really have actually any american restaurants um i'm trying to think we have like we have subway but it's obviously not like
0: you know but, um wait do you guys know about the joys of mexican food we do we do have
1: we we do have a lot of um we do have a lot of mexican food um,
0: okay i was just gonna make sure because no one should miss out on that because yeah, no, if americans do enough. one thing fucked up it's like You know, every city kind of has its culture with food, but like American food to me, we don't, I mean, we got burgers, like that's American food, you know, steaks, I guess too, but let's be real, like Italian food, the fucking pasta, you can't beat that, Uh, and the Mexican food, holy shit. Yeah, no Mexican Mexican food, but
1: then look at your memes and it's like when people, when they the guys in the car eat Mexican food and then they have to fly back to the station before they have an accident and stuff. And it's like the Mexican food, here isn't like that. So
0: Well, and that was, that was why I was asking about Chipotle because when I was uh, still a cop, I, I ate Chipotle a lot. And there was a Chipotle close to my station and I ate Chipotle a lot. And I don't know how my, my body must've just got used to it because I went to the big city, you know, cause now I live in the middle of a cornfield and I went to the big city the other day and we got Chipotle And I've been paying for that for days, like days. And I'm wondering, how did I do that on like a couple times a week I ate Chipotle? Like I haven't had Chipotle in like almost a year and I had it and I'm like falling apart.
1: Yeah. yeah like it, i don't know as i said i don't know what it is about irish food, or american food but we don't we don't have we don't really have that problem like as i said we have a lot of we do have it's actually it's it's in the last kind of few years that we've really got a lot of mexican restaurants like a lot of burrito places chili bowls that kind of stuff and uh, yeah we've only it's only been the last few years really but um it's good it's good food
0: it is excellent well uh Patrick, I really appreciate your time this morning. Um, I'm sorry that I was really drunk for this. We may have to do this again when I'm sober because people are gonna be like, "You forgot to ask this dickhead." So <laughs> I might. We may have to do a, a part two of Ireland, but I, I do appreciate your time this morning, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. I, I enjoyed it. It's, as I said, it's uh, I follow the page because it's so it's so good to see that we have the exact same issues even though we're so far away absolutely <laughs> like yeah dude i
0: mean i i think policing a lot of the issues are just they're just universal no matter where you are in the world
1: exactly exactly so yeah i really enjoyed it it was good to be go to go to
0: chat to you yeah dude it was a good chat man i i appreciate your time well uh and i'm gonna go into my whole little spiel here buddy which i'm gonna have to remember to cut out <laughs> but uh no nah, i'm not gonna cut it out i'm lazy but if uh, you guys want to support this podcast, a couple ways to do it, you click the link at the very end of this, you steal your mom's credit card and you put in those numbers and you can donate some money to me every month so I can keep this shitty podcast going and then buy some t-shirts. Uh, it's a little late for St. Patrick's day, but I have a St. Patrick's day t-shirt. I got a t-shirt for everything and they mostly have crown Vicks on them. So you can't go wrong. And also make sure you take care of the fine sponsors of the podcast because without them, I'd have to get a real job and no one wants that, especially me and you with that said, remember drink a lot on St. Patrick's day. It's all bullshit. And I love most of you. Bye-bye.